Welcome to Annaswick Church. We hope this message from our senior leader, Viv Liebersight, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Hey, it's so great to be with you. My name is Viv and, um, and me and Brent, we're the, what we call the nan and popper of Annasbrook Church, right? That is actually who we are because we have a mum and dad here, her, uh, Shannon and Dee. They're the location pastors, if we want to call it that. But um, as we have pastored for many, many years, we have pastored as we have parented. So that is how we, so we just move up in our, you know, we're now grandparents. We're nan and popper in the natural we have three beautiful grandchildren. We happened to spend the afternoon yesterday, such a privilege, um, with our two oldest ones. We had so much fun. Oh my goodness. Last week I talked about this Mother's Day, how great it is. I think Graham asked me, what is it about being a grandparent? I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, well, your children's children. Hello? Your children's children. It doesn't get any better. And uh, yeah, Mr. Whippy, we took them down the beach, and there's Mr. Whippy, and you know, you got to do that, right? You got to do that. You know, those little cute little ice creams that they get. One had a chocolate coated one, the other one had sprinkles, and you know, I got to finish off one of them. Yeah, suck the, you know, it all starts to drip, so I'm sucking out the end of it. There's the bonus of being a grandparent. You get to eat ice cream as well when you shouldn't, but hey, it's so good. So good. So it's such a privilege to be here. I love, I love our city church. You guys have such a special place in my heart. And I just, this morning I felt a little bit moved about what was gonna, I felt I was wanting to bring and encourage you with. Because I'm looking at a crew of people. I don't know, maybe this is your first time, but some of you have been here right from the get-go. And how many years are we in the journey? Nearly f- almost five. Some of you have been here from the get-go. And uh, that's incredible. And a few weeks ago, um, Shannon brought an amazing message, a location pastor for here, incredible. And um, really hit me. It was, it was called Following Jesus, which is good because it is our theme this year. And three points he brought out was what, what does it actually look like then following Jesus? And the three things were, if you would remember, I'm going to remind you, spend time with Jesus, look like Jesus, and act like Jesus. Simple, but what a call and what a big, big deal. Those three things. Spend like Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can spend time with Jesus. Look like Him. Mm. Act like Him. Yeah, whatever. Can we? Yes, we can. But it's a big call and it's a big ask because Jesus is incredible. He's all grace and truth. He's unconditional love. And I'm like, this is challenging. And uh, so I just want to say that being a fully devoted follower of Jesus, this is not for timid people. It is not for the weak. And I'm looking at a bunch of people and you are just champions in this room. You are champions. That is not a, that's not a joke. This is serious. Absolutely. If you call yourself a follower of Jesus, and I know that many of you do, and hopefully the whole room does, and you do not lack passion and resolve. Followers of Jesus, it is for brave men and women. Men and women have courage and resilience. I'm looking at a crew who are resilient. 
I know some of you well. I know others of you not so well, but I know that you've had to push through some stuff in this room and your own lives. And that, that takes resilience and it takes being brave-hearted. There's brave hearts in this room. There's lion hearts. And you know what it is to hold on but with all your life through stuff that you've had to face. We've all had to face stuff these last few years. And it takes a brave-hearted person to keep focused on the one and to get our eyes off all the things uh, that the issues and everything that's going on. So, followers of Jesus, you're brave-hearted. You're actually heroes. You're heroes because you're here. I just think about these days and it's so easy to get our eyes off Jesus and onto all the worrying issues that are at hand. But the brave-hearted, as I said, keep their eyes on him and keep turning up. You know, it's all roses and sunsets and cute wee puppy dogs when everything is going swimmingly well. You know, it's just wonderful. And everything, you know, roses and sunsets, cute wee puppy dogs, we just, everything's amazing. But how are we really when we face, and we all do, crisis, trauma? A lot of us, like honestly, we're all still in trauma from COVID. Let's just say it. I don't want to talk about that. We're not talking about that. But there there is trauma and we actually got to recognise that uncertain times. And when I was thinking about that this morning, I just, who came to mind? was the three guys in the Bible, just absolute heroes. They became heroes, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. An incredible story in Daniel 3. And what happened was they would not bow down or worship the gold idol that Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar set up and made a law and said, everyone at the sound of the music, whatever was playing, you must bow down. Whatever you're doing, drop everything on your knees. Well, these dudes, they would not do that. And so they were reported to King Nebuchadnezzar. And he goes, I'm not having this. You guys are going to do it. And, he, and they played the music and they would not. And so he said, right, into the fiery finish, you lot. Talk about a, talk about a storm. Talk about, I mean, how, have you ever felt like, man, we're going through the fire? <sighs> Whoa. Well, they were literally being thrown into a fire. And he goes, we're going to really make it difficult. Cranked it up seven times hotter. It was so hot that the dudes who, who got them in there, they were killed by it. They were set aflame. They died. And so they got in there. And I love, I love their words. The words in Daniel 3, they said this. They answered him and said, your threat means nothing to us. If you throw us in the fire, the God we serve can rescue us from your roaring furnace and anything else you might cook up. O king. But even if he doesn't, it wouldn't make a difference, O king. We, will, we, will, we still wouldn't serve your God or worship the gold statue you set up. I love it. Even if our God doesn't rescue us, we will not stop worshipping him. Man, when we face gutsy, gritty, stormy, fiery stuff, it's actually all about how we go through those processes. And it's challenging. It's challenging. It's easier to give up. It would have been so much easier. I mean, I don't know about you, but how would you have felt if you were, you were like the thought of being thrown into a fire, fiery furnace? 
and the thought of being dying that way. I mean, hold on, would we have quickly just quick did a quick bow to the God and sorry, sorry, Jesus, but we're just gonna, I don't wanna be burnt. This is, this is real, real following Jesus stuff. I'm encouraging you because I'm looking at a bunch of champions. You are legends. You're made of good stuff and you can do this. No matter what faces you, you can do this. So these guys, they were committed to keep worshipping their God. And the story is amazing because there they were thrown into the fire and suddenly there was a fourth with them. And we know it's the son of God. Jesus was there. And they and they're like King Nebuchadnezzar goes, what? Well, didn't we just throw three? Now there's four. What's going on? He calls, they get, bring them out. Not even a singed hair on their head. No scolding. No, they didn't even smell of fire, the word of God says. There was no smoke. I mean, heck, I just have to burn something in my house and the whole place is smelt and smell of smoke. <laughs> Anyone burnt anything? I have several times, particularly boiled eggs for those who know, you know. Oh, we have had a fire in a house and it was terrible. Just smelt for a long, long time. But you know what? They didn't even smell of it. And King Neb, he goes, what? And the whole thing flips around and he starts worshipping God. And he sends out a decree. We are going to worship their God because he is obviously the one true God. They just went, they were heroes. They stepped into hero status because this is the meaning of a hero. It is one who performs great deeds or selfless acts for the common good to save others. Do you hear that? A hero is someone who performs great deeds or selfless acts for the common good to save others. So Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego, or as we say, make a bed, shake a bed and off to bed and go. We always say that. It's a little joke if you've been around for a bit. But honestly, they did a selfless act for the nation because it turned everyone around to following Jesus. So they became heroes, not because they went into the fire, but they became heroes because they actually saved other lives. It was a selfless act. And you know what? I'm looking out at you guys, and I just sense that God is calling us to go to another level in following Jesus and actually being who he's called us to be, which is today heroes. Today heroes. I have a question, which is actually the title of my message. That was my intro. Who is your hero? There's a song, right? Can anyone sing it? Come on. The hero song. No. There's a hero. Da, 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 da. Whatever. Shh. Who doesn't? I, let, let's just talk about it. Let's get away from that. Let's talk about it. I love this thought about heroes. I've been thinking about heroes for quite some time. And God is keeping on just, just touching me on the shoulder if I get a little bit of a bad attitude or don't respond. And I go, okay, all right. Are you being a hero right now in your life? I go, oh, thanks, Lord. Thanks, Lord. But we love heroes. We love it. When you think about most blockbuster movies, they all have heroes in them somewhere, right? 
Braveheart would have to be the top of the list, the Braveheart. Oh my gosh. Do we love hero stories? Can I get a bit of a wave of the hand? Okay, only three or four or five. The rest of you, you just like soppy whatevers. Come on, we live for heroes. We love them. We God has hardwired in us to be heroes, to love heroes. We love it. Come on, shout out some hero movies. Come on, who? Give me one. What's the hero movie that you love, Dave? I don't know, on the spot. Oh, Superman, yeah, with a cape. You don't, don't have to wear a cape to be a hero. I don't know, Cinderella was a hero. So many hero stories, it's hard to think of them all. You will think about them later. But Braveheart comes to mind, you know, just amazing. Every story in the Bible has a hero, every story. We are hard, well, I just told you about Meshach, Shadrach, but think about this, Joseph, Joshua, Caleb, Daniel, Ruth, Samuel, Solomon, Jehoshaphat, Nehemiah, he built the wall. Abraham, Moses, he was a hero. Hard out, Noah, what a hero. He built that ark for 100 years, that big boat, and everyone thought he was nuts. And then the rain came down, he saved the day, my friends. Heroes save the day. Heroes save the day. David, Job, Esther, Peter, John, Jack, the disciples, minus Judas. He kind of lost his hero status a little bit. <laughs> Not throwing him under the bus. But that right there is a challenge to all of us. That's a challenge because, yeah, the disciples, absolute heroes. They went on to, to follow Jesus' heart out and we're here because of them. Amazing. You know, recently we watched a series uh, when we had some time, basically when we had COVID and were unwell, and um, it was centred around a hero. Without this hero, the series would have been really dull and I would not have watched it. It would not have held my interest because it was a bloke's thing. It was more, you know, yeah, a lot of war, a lot of blood and guts, not my deal. You know, I just like more softer things. And, um, but it held my interest because there was a hero in the story who was just a saviour of the day. Every time he saved the day. And it was like this thing, I'm like, oh, this is so good. I love this hero. And then it finished, and we actually did a little search about the whole story, and we realised the story was based on historic facts. And we wanted to find out about this particular um, character. Well, guess what? He was fictional. He was made up. They just put him in there to make it an exciting story, right? Because every story needs a hero. Every community needs a hero or heroes. Every family needs a hero or heroes. We need heroes. And I just thought, well, what a pain. I thought, what a waste of time watching that thing because he wasn't even real. And I was sitting there and I was like quite enamored by it, you know. Like I thought, oh my gosh, I just love his choices and everything else. Anyway, suddenly I was just, I'm sitting in my lounge room and it just hit me as it, we just like, I thought, I actually have an incredible hero. There's something rose up in my life. If I could just try and articulate it and you could get this. I thought, how grateful am I 
to actually have a personal intimate relation with the greatest hero of all time. So get eyes off that, because that's actually not real. But we do have a hero who has saved the day. And one not who, who not only sacrificed everything, but actually is still alive. And his name is Jesus. Excellent. And I'm so grateful. And I would not be standing here if it wasn't for him. And you wouldn't be here either. I was thinking about it this morning. I, we would not be here. We actually wouldn't be here. And then I went a bit further. I'm thinking, my own daughter wouldn't be here because I would not have followed that, the road that I followed and then now she's here. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, my mind went down this whole track. Our choices, my choice to follow Jesus had a whole lot of great ramifications. And one being, we are here. I'm here. You're here. Man, our choices, our choices. So today, as we've shared in communion, it's incredibly significant. Really has. As we all had the opportunity to choose to refocus our lives back to the hero of all heroes. Let's not waste time watching heroes that aren't real or following heroes that aren't real or certainly worshipping heroes that aren't real. Man, let's get back to focusing on the hero of all heroes who is so real and so alive. His name is Jesus. Our hero, our saviour, our king, our rescuer. Why is he the hero of all heroes? Not only does he heal the sick, accept the marginalised, he values everyone in the same way. Men, women, children, every race. He raised the dead back to life. He sets the captives free. He causes the blind to see and the paralysed to walk again. He fed multitudes of people when they were hungry. He calmed storms. He calmed storms. This is our hero the hero of all heroes. He gives forgiveness with grace, but also speaks the truth. He is just and perfect. He became human, but never gave in to temptations which were offered to him. He is passionate and courageous. He is brave-hearted. He is a conqueror and a victor. He gave his very life for you and I. He took the punishment of sin for us by suffering the most painful, cruelest death ever known, crucifixion. By the people he came to serve, love and save. But what makes Jesus the ultimate hero? That he rose again and is alive today. He's our hero. He's your hero. And he lives today. And we've just so celebrated that and remembered that. And I'm so grateful. And I love the scripture. I actually probably don't have time, but it's where in Matthew, where the woman went to look for him. They went, he was, Jesus had died. He'd been crucified. And he had been buried in a tomb. And the woman went, they were in deep mourning. They went and amazing what happened. There was an angel there. They were so frightened. And the angel said to this, there is nothing to fear here. I know you're looking for Jesus, the one they nailed to the cross. He is not here. He was raised just as he said. Come and look at the place where he was placed. What a moment. That has to be one of the most powerful moments of Scripture. 
that, that there written down for us to read and to take hold of. So we follow an, absolutely, an absolute hero. And tell you something, I'm going. I'm going with the hero who predicts his death and resurrection and actually pulls it off. He actually pulled it off. Forget all other heroes. Forget them. There have been and will be other heroes who perform great deeds of selfless acts that has to be the all-time greatest selfless act ever performed for the common good to save others of which that he did. All other heroes, they will save, they may save the day, but will eventually die, but not our Jesus. He lives, he lives, and he saves the day. He keeps on saving the day for each one of us. He saved the day for me when I gave my life to Jesus. That was a saving of the day. That day was saved. We're often looking for someone who's gonna save the day. We have crisis in our lives. He's gonna save the day. Oh, great, thank you. You're a hero. Our children are looking. They look, children look to their parents to save the day, right? This is a, a huge thing for all of us, huge challenge as parents, parents in the room. Do your kids look at you as heroes, as heroes? Because they actually do. It's quite challenging. The question I have right now is, have you made Jesus your hero? Have you accepted him as your saviour? And then if so, as a follower of Jesus, do you realise that in following him, we also become other people's heroes? Because he is our example. He is a hero. He laid down his life. Therefore, as followers of Jesus, like what Shannon said, we look like him, and we act like him. So then I go, okay, that means I'm a hero. Not in an out there way with a cape on and a, you know, woo Because the greatest heroes are the ones who just go about their business quietly and simply, not making a whole lot of thing about it. Here is our hero status. Here is how we are to be this that God is calling us to be, which is heroes. It's found in Philippians 2. Describes our saviour's hero status, but also ours. I need you to listen to this. Because in these days that we're living, our community isn't looking for a whole lot of flashiness, but they're looking for people who are real, really real, like you and I. Real people who experience real pain and real crisis, but know what it is to hold on, hold on to our hero, and then we example that. So Philippians says this, Think of yourselves. There it is. So when I read that, I went, oh, think of myself in the same way. It says, think of yourselves the way Christ thought of himself. Okay? Are you with me with this? You see where I'm going? So it says, think of yourselves in this way. Often We often read this scripture and go, oh, it's all about Jesus. Yes, it is. 
but he's also talking to us as well. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave. He became human. So as heroes, as followers of Jesus, we must not put ourselves up, none of us, on pedestals. Because sometimes we look at heroes and they become up on the pedestal. No, that is not the case. No, that's where it goes weird very quickly. What did he become? He became a servant goes on, it says, having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. I hope you're hearing the message. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honoured him far above anyone or anything ever so that all created beings in heaven and on earth, even those long ago dead and buried, will bow and worship before this Jesus Christ and call out and praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honour of God the Father. I love that. Yeah, that just needs like a praise moment. That's our hero. Yay. He did it. He came to seek and save the lost and to serve. He wasn't looking for special privileges. Remember, he came in on a donkey into Jerusalem. The most humblest of modes of transport. He didn't need it to be all flashy. He came to be served, to serve, not to be served. A true hero actually remains humble and willing to reach out to others. Totally. That is what God is calling you and I to be. Followers of Jesus are heroes. Have you ever thought of yourself that way? Bet not. I don't think I ever have. Not in that way of, oh, I'm a hero. Woohoo. Where's my cape? Emma, I don't know what. Wonder Woman comes to mind now. Never going to wear that outfit. It's not about the outfits. It's not about the exterior. It's going on. What is going on in your heart, isn't it? It's about our reactions, our responses, I should say, our attitudes all the time. I want you to leave this place going, okay, I'm a hero. And with the right attitude, the attitude of Jesus, because this just flicks through a bit quickly. Because after Jesus rose again, he shows us. Because that was a mammoth act. Like that was like, whoa, that's huge. You know, think about that in a blockbuster. You know, the hero actually died and rose again. I don't know if that's ever happened in any blockbusters. But Jesus rose again. That's huge, right? So he's a hero. He's given us salvation. He's given us freedom. He's given us eternal life. Then what did he do? What happened next? There's a few things that happen. 
I'm just going to throw them out there real, real quickly because we've got to move on. Because this is the example to us. We get saved. We come into connection with Jesus. We have that incredible moment in our life. And I pray if that's never happened for you, that will happen if you choose to let that happen because it is a choice. And we, we have this incredible experience. It's amazing. And then where our role is to then help others into that same journey and lead others the same way. So Jesus, he dies. He gets resurrected. Amazing. And then these things that he did, first of all, he showed up. Number one, Jesus showed up. I want to encourage that hero status. We just keep showing up. He keeps showing up to ease his followers' doubts. He was there. He didn't just go, yep, I'm off. I'm off to, to glory. I'm going to get on my throne and live life casually now. I've done my deal. I've done my work. You know, we don't get saved and go, whoop, princess crown. I'm just going to like cruise now and wait for heaven. Actually, we need to keep showing up and looking and, and knowing, not looking, but knowing and feeling that we care for others. Jesus modeled community from breaking bread on the road to Emmaus, this is after his resurrection, to having breakfast on the beach with his disciples. We see Jesus making time for relationships, connection. This is the hero. Heroes make time for people. Jesus was never busy to stop and show he cared. As his followers, we're called to intentionally serve people in our families, our workplaces, and our cities. You're not off the hook, my friends. Sorry. Sometimes we always want someone else. Oh man, I don't have any friends. Well, be a friend. Be the hero to yourself and be a friend to someone else. That you could wrap that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Jesus comforted the broken. When Jesus came back, he wasn't frustrated that his disciples hadn't understood his plan. He met them in their uncertainty and fear instead. Do we get frustrated with people? Sadly, yeah. Jesus consoled the woman weeping at the empty tomb. He eased Tom's doubts. He spoke words of life and peace. Heroes speak life and peace. Last week we looked at mums. Mums are the greatest heroes, but so are dads. It's not just the mums who speak words of life, even though it's in their DNA to be women of life. It is true. But men, mums and dads, employers, Employees, heroes of Jesus, aka followers of Jesus, heroes, same, same, yep, speak words of life and peace. He draws, he drew near, he draws near to you and I when our hearts are broken. What do we do when there's broken hearts around us? Do we draw near? Or do we look for someone else? Oh, I'm not qualified. I'm not, oh, I can't do this. Just love people. We might not have all the answers, but people just need love. It's called serving. It's called being there for people. Jesus redeemed mistakes. I love this. Before the crucifixion, Peter denied knowing Jesus three times. And later we see Jesus restores Peter by, by asking him three times if he loves them, instructing him to care for the flock. Even though Peter stumbled in his faith, it didn't count, cancel his identity in Christ. In the same way, we can trust that God's power is made perfect in our weakness and in also other people's weakness. So we are quickly 
quick, too quick these days to cancel people out. Nah, you're out, three strikes and you're off. Where is the hero redemption nature? Well, I tell you where it is, it's right in you. It is in you because you have Christ who lives in you. I tell you what, I'm coming to an end, I'm finishing. And uh, you know what, the band can come up with Shannon because I'm ready to move off here. But I, I just want to encourage us with this message. I want to encourage you, I want to inspire you that God is calling us. I'm quite, I feel quite serious about it because I know what it takes to keep on after years and years of consistency and serving the Lord and worshipping Him through whatever we face. And there's been a lot and there still is. It takes hero status. Not thinking yourself better than other people, nah, none of that. It's called pride. Pride has no room in the hero. Not being entitled, thinking that you should have this. We're having pizza today. But none of us are entitled for that. That's a blessing. That's a gift. Oh man, mm, not enough cheese on my pizza. It's actually not the hero status. Let's just be grateful. I mean, we could go on all day and talk about this. We could, because being a hero, being a follower of Jesus, is being grateful. I'll never stop being, being grateful, bless you. Being grateful for rocking up here and being able to be here in this room, in Jesus' name. So I just want to finish off by praying. A couple of things. You might be in the room. You've never started this, this amazing relationship with this hero. I want to pray for you that today would be that day that you go, man, I need a real legit hero. One who actually does what he says he's going to do. That's Jesus. He did that. He rose again. He gives us incredible life. And then for all of us who have started this relationship, that we'll get it who He's called us to be. No matter what has happened in your life or no matter what other people have said, listen to what He says. He says this, You are heroes. You are my followers. I've called you to make a difference. So come on, my friends. Let's be it. Let's be heroes in this day and age. I don't know, that will look differently for all of you. We have different roles. But we've got to look at each and every one of ourselves and go, my role as a hero, what is that? I visit this beautiful, one of the lovely ladies in, in Stoke and she's in her 90s. She basically lives in this little community. She goes, every day I know what I'm meant to do. She's getting frailer and frailer. I pray for my neighbours. She just looks out, just suburban Stoke, I know them all. I pray for them every day. And I said to her, my friend, while you've got breath coming in and out of your body, that is your role. And she goes, I know it. And that's what's basically keeping her going. Because she doesn't go very far and does, doesn't, not many people see her. But she's so content. She is a hero in one of our suburbs, in the Stoke suburb, in this little wee street, it's a cul-de-sac. She is an absolute hero, totally, in her 90s. I want to be a hero in my 90s. Yeah, do you? Still doing what God has called me. It may look different from what it is now. I might not be up here doing this. 
That's okay. Doesn't You don't need a microphone to be a hero. You don't. So would you stand to your feet right now? I'm just going to pray for us, please. Lovingly and kindly, I'm asking you, not being bully. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I just pray right now in this place. I pray for each one of us, oh God. I pray for the beautiful ones, your kids, or who, know, who don't yet know you. I pray that today there would be that choice, that they would just say simply yes to you, Jesus. And all you need to do is say, I, I need you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me. Thank you, Lord, for taking my pun- the punishment for my sin. I just want to live for you. I give my life to you. That's a simple prayer of salvation. You pray that, and you, that's the beginning. And you've just jumped into following Jesus, being a hero in your own right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for yeses all over this room today. For the rest of us who've been on this journey maybe for a short time or a long time, I pray right now, Lord God, that we would know what it is to be heroes as we follow you, as we serve the people that you have put in our place around us, in our workplaces, in our communities, our streets, our schools. Lord, wherever we are, Lord God, that we wouldn't think better of ourselves. We wouldn't go, we are better. No, no, no. That we wouldn't think we need privileges. We don't need special privileges. God, we just need to love you and love the people that you've put in our lives. So I pray for that today. I pray for a rising up in this place of the champions, of the legends, of the brave hearts, the ones that God let, when the storms come, when the fire gets a little bit hotter, we will stand our ground. We will be the heroes, the modern day heroes, and we will keep pointing people to you, Jesus. We will keep lifting our hands in worship. We will keep praying for the sick. We will keep believing for the blind to be healed, for the crippled to be walking again. We will not give up. Lord Jesus, I pray for a spirit of heroism to come in this place in Jesus' name by Your Spirit upon each one of us that there will be a roar come out of us. We will know what it is to be the brave hearts of this day. We will not give up. We will not look down. We will keep our eyes on You in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I thank You for Your mantle of heroism in this place. And I see see it on each and every one of you. Come on in this place. Raise your hands. If you want a little bit more of the heroism, if you want a little bit more, of brave hardness, if you felt like your courage is gone, if you felt like fear has come in and worry has started to consume you, right now I break that off in Jesus' Name because there is no place for worry. Yes, we do get worried and we do get fearful. And so Jesus, we just say, come and bring your peace, bring your brave heart into each and every one of us. So no matter what we face, Lord God, we will stand strong and we will not give up in Jesus' Name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless you heaps. Thanks, Shannon. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info or visit our website.